G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. Rahab, what's going on with you, man? Biggie. Biggie. No, Biggie. Hey, I wish I could play that Skywalker record. Because that joint is fire. I'm listening to that joint. I would probably listen to it at least like 60 times in the last Hey, when we make this Jiho playlist, wait, I might have spoken too much. But yeah, we got to put that in there. That record is flames. The record's dope. The video's dope. Travis floated on that thing. Miguel yeah, hitting harmonies. It's like, bro, this is a beautiful record. Like, that's the way. Crazy record, man. Like, that that new Ty Dolla Sign record. Both his records, really. Beach House Three about to be amazing. Like, mm. I don't know. He he did a record with Damian Marley and Skrillex. And if you listen to Skrillex, for those who may not listen to Skrillex, that's like EDM. So you mix reggae, EDM, that's some next level stuff, bruh. That record is hard. I'll tell you, Beach House 3, it's the wave. Like, it's that's going to be one of the ones. I mean, it's Ty Dolla Like Bishop Ty Dolla He drops. He's a bishop for all the gems he's given us. Fire all the time. <laughs> But yeah, so what man. does that make Jay-Z the Pope? I mean, nah, because, you know, Popes have things with, you know, little Christian boys. We don't need that. <laughs> so do bishops. <laughs> yo. Eddie Long. That's why I said yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where you thought that was going. <laughs> the moment you, you said bishop, that's what I was like, oh, man, R.P. Eddie Long, bro. What? Fuck he died. Nigga, yo. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I do. Fuck I've been in his church. Fuck him and whoever followed that guy, man. Y'all crazy. Anyway, my co-host is my bro, Bobby G, and the place to be. And me, Jarrell, Dapper J, Dap. And welcome to a thousand jumpers, man. It's Oh, that's a like that sounds like one of the nineteen eighty five rap concert intros. So so in the place to be, <laughs> and I'm just chilling. Yeah yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, it's gonna be a lot of. I mean, yeah, we are a thousand jumpers. We talk a lot about sports, but I think this is a very sports driven. This episode is gonna be super sports driven. Got a lot of things of to talk about. First things first. Bobby G's main man. All the honey. Floyd Money Mayweather. The goat. Took care of business. Obviously, and gave like, us one of what? his most exciting 
boxing matches in yeah, recent yeah, of his last like eight probably. And he went up against Conor McGregor and took care of business. <laughs> I want me money. Oh shit! I need to get my money from old dude. I need to snap that guy so I can get my money. Thanks for reminding. Me. Yeah, man, I mean he's the greatest boxer of all time. Okay. I mean, argue with your mamas. Uh, you know this this is guy named uh Muhammad Ali who lost like three times. I mean, okay. they already they ruined him out of his prime, bro. He was being great. That's that's literally the only argument that I, I could respect. Like if someone says that, like okay, like <laughs> he got stripped of his prime for three years, like that was okay. But Floyd is out of his prime, dogging youngins. But he's not dogging people in the way Ali did. One and then two, even I mean, though Ali's a heavyweight. So, of course, they're going to have higher knockout percentages. You're bigger. That and the heavyweight <laughs> competition was was fierce then. It's, it's yeah, now. Yeah, well, heavyweight's an ass, man. Most of them. But, I mean, and most of them, most of the big fighters are in the welterweight, light middleweight, and junior welterweight divisions, which, who dominated? Yeah, that's right. Money Mayweather. Okay, I'm going to put it to you like <laughs> this, right? The 72 Dolphins are the only team to go undefeated for a full season, correct? Mm-hmm. Are they the greatest football team ever? Um, it depends on your on your um, rubric, your now, criteria. If we're going off record, then they would have to be. You know? <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. But if we're going it's off everything to... else, that's where I get with Floyd. I don't think Floyd's the greatest. I mean, Floyd's definitely top five. It's hard to compare. Well, one, it's, that was only one year, though. So that's like one year of greatness. But I'm just saying, when you rank teams. Floyd's got 20 years. Right. Well, if you rank teams, I mean, how do you dude that had 50, He was 50 and 0. Like, and wasn't he yeah. heavyweight? Rocky Marciano. Yeah. He was fighting cab drivers. <laughs> like, <clears throat> like, this wasn't like. Rocky Marciano didn't get the record like 20 years ago when there was still like respectable heavyweights. He got that record like 80 years ago. <laughs> like when he was fighting cab drivers. He fought Joe Lewis like 100 years out of his prime. Like, like that's, that's what, what people was, like trying to discredit Floyd for win number 50. I'm like, I guarantee you Connor's a better fighter than half of the opponents that Rocky fought. And that's accurate, but is Floyd, you know, to me, I can go on record and say Floyd is the best defensive fighter. But yeah, prime for prime, I don't think he is the greatest prime. prime I mean, we've argued that Tyson prime. had the greatest prime. Also, you could also argue that Tyson didn't face a bunch of killers either. Or are they not a bunch of killers because Tyson was obliterating them in 15 <laughs> seconds? They were commendable well, I mean, fighters. They just all got mollywobbed. They was trash. But, I mean, like, when you look at the names he fought and then you list the boxing greats, especially in the heavyweight division, not too many of them that he fought come up in that list. You know? Um, now, I'm not taking that away from him. You fight who, I mean, I can't blame you for who you put in front of you or whatever. But, like, I'm just saying that's what the knock is. That's what you can knock him for. And prime for prime, no. But I don't, I don't think... Sometimes sustained greatness 
and a great prime beats just having a really great prime. Like, you could say Roy Jones had a better prime than Floyd. You could say Ali, maybe. Tyson, maybe. Nah, you can say Ali and Tyson. Um, But, well, I mean, Floyd was still knocking his out in his prime, too. He was dominant. Like, people remember Floyd now. Like, oh, he's got great defense. Oh, he knows how to win. Like, he was... Cracking younger than the side of their heads, man. <laughs> so, you could say that, but I mean, at the end of the day, we saw Ali fight past he, when he was capable of. And he lost, what, three, five times? I'm not sure. I think, I know Tyson lost, what, five times? And those are all big fights. Lost to Lennox Lewis. Lost to Holyfield twice. Lost to Buster Douglas, even though he should have won that one. They cheated him, but that's not the point. He still lost. Roy Jones, he's been fighting for forever, it seems. And we've seen him decreasingly not be great, you know? Right. While Floyd has dominated. There was never a point where you thought, like, that you could logically say you thought somebody was going to go up there and beat Floyd. Like, come on, man. Either the hype of Pacquiao, excuse my voice, and when I don't know what fight it was, when I saw him fall on the mat for the first time, it was like, yo, that really happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Against Marquez, yeah, when he took that dirt nap. Yeah, when that yeah. happened, it was just like, yo, is this for real? Like, Floyd about to lose? This is, oh, this is, this is like, this is what I say about Floyd. When you look at his career, right, and you look at any names they've actually held against his, it took Pacquiao is a generational fighter. <clears throat> as far as like, he's like eight division world champ, yeah. which is unheard of. And it, him and all that greatness, no boxing expert really thought he was going to beat Floyd, bro. It was just he had a, the name, he had the story. I mean, he went on a hell of a run. It wasn't like he was undefeated at the time. He went on a hell of a run in high school, man. And he was on fire, cracking, knocking dudes on the ass. And at the moment, people still were like, "Floyd's Floyd, though." I mean, remember at that moment, Floyd retired from boxing, came back and beat Hat, retired again, came back like two years later beat Marquez easily. The guy who later on planked Pacquiao and before then had three close fights with him. Arguably won one or two of them. Then he came dog, beat Mosley after Mosley, rocked his chin, fought fought um, Cotto at his own weight. Pacquiao fought him at a catch weight, so he was drained a little. He went up in weight to fight Cotto and beat him. Soundly, that was a great fight. That was probably the best fight I've seen with Floyd for me. Um, for beat Canelo, Canelo 10 years younger, and he beat him easily. Had Canelo hitting the ropes, true. Like, that's this man. Like, you saw Pacquiao lose his last fight. 
Say what you well, want. He got cheated, bro. Song loops. I like it saying, doesn't matter. But, uh, to a certain extent, it don't matter. He has two L's. He shouldn't have that, shouldn't, that one. It shouldn't and have been what, close. The Timothy one. They shouldn't have been close enough to. You know how many times people want Floyd to lose? Nah, nah. Him versus the last dude. What's his name? Horn. That was a close fight. When you look at just on the aggressor and everything, and he was pushing the um, he was pushing the fight more. It seemed like Pacquiao did fade later on. And then so would you agree? At least the Timothy one was a bunch of crap. Well, I mean, the Timothy one was. I mean, I don't think that he dog walked Bradley every round, but I think he was up more. I think he was had a sound lead. I mean, shit. Look, Timothy didn't even know he was about to win that. Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> if we had bet money, Rob, Rob, I love you like a brother. You and my my very good friends. If we would have bet on that fight. And watching it like, yeah, pay me my money. And they would have said, Timothy Bradley, we might have had the fight, bro. Like, oh, we we probably would have had the fight, dog. That was that was a that was that was a bad decision. And then he dog walked Bradley what twice after that. So, but I mean, like, look at it like that. We've seen Pacquiao lose, and even in the if he wants, he got planked against Marquez. We've seen him. Slipping, yeah, we've seen him look normal. And we've seen Pac, we've seen Pacquiao like as of right now. Do you say Pacquiao? You got one more fight. Do I think Pacquiao can beat the top five welterweights? No, I don't. I used to until that Horn fight. And even if you say that he won that, that fight should not have been that close. That guy is not. You're not. He's not supposed to be mentioning the same breath as a man Pacquiao. So that that fight should not have been close. So like when I think of a Keith Thurman, a Danny Garcia, a Khan, People like that. I don't see Pacquiao soundly beating any of them. I see all of them could beat him or have great fights with him. Because right now, if I if you ask somebody, like you ask me, do I think one fight left for all the marbles could Floyd beat the top five welterweights right now? Hell yeah, he's Floyd. He'll find a way. He can beat. Every last one of them, if it was just one, a one-off, not fight all five of them, but does you choose one to to take to the dance, and he got to go against Floyd, he loses. it. Father time is father time, but Floyd is Floyd, man. Okay. I mean, I like, just think Floyd should just bow gracefully and sit back. Oh, yo, you know, he, he's, blow he's already on Cars, clothes, and everything else, and be good. And, I, and we do got to salute McGregor. I thought McGregor was going down in like four or five rounds. I, I didn't have him, think that. I didn't have him last until the 10th. You did, actually, and you won money I'm from Vegas. Say, I literally that. bet on the 10th. But um, I think I, I, I respect him. I respect his chin. He took a lot of shots to the, to the face, and he didn't touch the canvas. He was going to if the, <laughs> if the ref didn't stop the fight, but he didn't touch the canvas. He came out there. He did. He fought how he was. How he had to fight. If he had came out there and tried to just box Floyd straight up, he was going to get dog walked. You know, even though he did eventually, he he would have got dog walked earlier. But he had he landed a nice uppercut in the first. I mean, he had a couple more punches, had some body shots. He had a good jab. He kept the distance as much as he could, and then Floyd beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
until he couldn't lift his hands up no more to defend himself. Dude was doing the Harlem Shake while jerking backwards. <laughs> Getting his ass whipped. Um, I just want this to show you guys that um, Floyd's out of his prime at 40, completely out of his prime. He's done. And he still beat the best MMA boxer in that weight class. Soundly. Floyd hasn't TKO'd somebody in 10 years. It's been it's been a minute. You know, since what, the Hatton fight? Because he KO'd Ortiz, but we know that was iffy. But he had but he dog walked him. So, like, I don't want to hear any of no, nobody say, MMA people can beat boxers in a boxing match. Floyd's out of his prime. Connor's in his physical peak, his prime. And he couldn't last long enough to fight a guy who's 40 and got stopped. He didn't, Floyd didn't win on cards. He stopped him. The dude couldn't defend himself. He literally could not lift his arms up to stop punches to his face. You look at his eyes, you could tell he wanted to. He just couldn't. Yeah, no. you could. By round eight, you knew it was like, yeah, this is over. Unless nah, bro, bro, McGregor could five. do the unthinkable and catch Floyd slipping, like how Marquez caught Pacquiao, because people forget Pacquiao was winning that fight soundly. Got caught slipping in the last five seconds. That was it. That's all she wrote. Pacquiao had, Marquez had a game plan to kind of punch Pacquiao once he jumps in. And Pacquiao kept jumping in. He was killing him. He wanted that last one. That's why you never, you know, bite too much off the hands that feed you. Because he was winning. The rounds getting to end. He's like, go for one more or I miss. Clink. Boom. And he got planked. (laughs) This is why you don't fight a guy four times. Because he knows all your moves. It's only a matter of time. Like, imagine if he fought Floyd four times. He would have (laughs) died. Because by the second fight, Floyd would have had his timing perfectly and would have just kept punching him in the face. Why <laughs> no, man? <laughs> Look, that's the thing with Floyd. Like, Floyd isn't the strongest boxer. I can list you 10 boxers right now that are stronger than Floyd. He's not even the fastest boxer. Floyd just has the greatest boxing mind I've ever seen and impeccable timing. Like, that's why people don't walk through his punches. They come in and get punched in the face, and they go, how did he know I was there? I didn't even know I was going there. And then they get confused, and then they get angry, and then they lose. It always happens. 50 have tried. 50 have failed. He's the GOAT for a reason. Like, you can't. Oh, man. All Shout right. out to Connor, man, for letting his chin get rocked for $100 million. I would too, man. That might be like, I we would all too. would be like, how much am I going to make? $100 million. Well, all right, guys. That head, was... that head trauma, bro. That shit look like <laughs> he's going to have CTE, bro. Chill, dog. You don't want to wish CTE on anybody. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if they, had, if they had to stop that fight, he was joining Jeezy, man. CTE, bro. Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, oh man! I'm, I'm surprised no one in rap has used that as a line yet. Because uh, no one in rap got the bars like me, but I've retired temporarily. Like Floyd. 
Hey, man. They, they dangle that check in my face. I got a 16 for anybody. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind going forward. Speaking of going forward, the Celtics-Cavs trade finally went through, you know. Mm, we pretty much talked about the last podcast, but I just feel, and and you kind of put it in in good words, the trade stalled because of Isaiah's physical. So then the Cavs were trying to get even more players, couldn't get any more players, and got a twenty twenty second rounder. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, we talked about this, you know, off the record. I just think, I think ultimately. You want to you want to know why the cat how you know the Cavs want to do because they still went through the deal. Like they literally looked and was like, "All right, this is the people we want." Got fleeced them. The Nets pick if the Nets are trash this year, another golden pick. Isaiah Thomas. You don't even need LeBron next year. I'm not saying like you want LeBron to leave. But I'm saying to stay relevant, you have another good player right there. So they're obviously not going to win the title with him, but I mean they could get to the playoffs. And they don't necessarily need to like tank because they already have the Nets pick, and the Nets are going to tank. <laughs> yeah. And you get Jay Crowder, who's got like two, three more years on his deal, and it's a great deal. So they won the deal, realized that he might be damaged goods. All right, let's see if we can coerce these fools into giving us even more for us to steal from them. And Danny Ainge literally looked at all the backlash from the trade. Everybody's saying that the Celtics were robbed. And he's like, man, fuck y'all. I'm not about to just give you more. (laughs) They were talking about getting Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Yep, or both. I'm like... I don't know what kind of Kool-Aid y'all sipping or who the fuck y'all think Kyrie Irving is. They got to think he's the second coming to Jesus. Kyrie Irving. Or Kobe Bryant. He's <laughs> not Kobe Bryant. He's young mama, bro. He's No, he's Kobe. not. It's not. It's not even comparable. You want me to tell you why? It is comparable. Kobe even admitted it was why? comparable. Do you want me to tell you why? You tell me why and I'll have a counter because Magic Johnson told me that Kobe Bryant was the greatest Lakers. <laughs> and that was bullshit. So I don't give a fuck what players say. <laughs> Kyrie Irving can't score as good as Kobe. Does not have the post game Kobe has. Not as athletic as Kobe. He's not 6'6". Nor did he play lockdown defense like young Kobe did. Kobe was locking dudes down. Kyrie can't lock down a soul. Can you lock down AI? Can you lock down T Mac? Then go on the corner until you find somebody who can. Okay. (laughs) You just ask two of the most lethal scorers of all time. Lock them down. (laughs) Shoot yourself. That's like, yeah, bro. Dikembe wasn't a great defender. He couldn't stop Shaq. Can you stop Shaq? (laughs) Then sit down. (laughs) Like, Kyrie isn't Kobe level. He's not a LeBron James. He's not Kevin Durant. He's not a Tracy McGrady level. He's not a Grant Hill level. At best, he's what, Stephon Marbury? 
And Marbury is definitely a better passer than he's ever been. Absolutely. He's been a pa- <laughs> better passer since high school. Stephon Marbury. <laughs> exactly. So, Kyrie is a good player. Great scorer. You know, he's got a lot of moves, a lot of little trinkets. His handle isn't as great as people think. And when I say that... Some say it's the greatest handle in the history of the NBA, but, you know, whatever. And some people are crackheads. Well, I, I got some crackheads you to meet to then, Rob. The <laughs> you meet him, Jiho. <laughs> I think his ability to dribble the ball is great, but, like, it'd be like a person who can throw 100 punches but needs 100 punches to knock you out, as opposed to a Mike Tyson. Like, do I say you're a better puncher because you can throw more punches, or do I say I'm a better puncher because I don't need that many punches? Like, AI didn't need 100 dribbles to get to the paint. Crossover, he was in the hole. Kyrie Irving needs 100 dribbles to get to the paint. If your handle is really that good, look how quickly Jamal Crawford creates space with his handle. I've seen him shake Chris Bosh and make him run into Ray Allen. Like, there's something to be said about effective dribbling. So, Kyrie, you can have nice little handles with a little pat-pat, but you take way too long to get to the hole. Anyway, he's got a nice offensive skill set, right? Yeah, he, he does. He is a liability on defense. Because so why he chooses he... to be. No, well, yeah, that, well, yeah. Because he has the ability to play defense. He just doesn't do it. Which is even worse. Which is. is why I always, I never got mad at Steve Nash for not playing defense. Because Steve Nash would try. He would just get cooked. <laughs> like, I can't fault you for being bad at something if you try to be good at it. You just suck. Shit happens. Everybody's not good at everything. Right. No it's one. like Isaiah Thomas winning a defense player of the year. Like, that's never happening. Why? Because exactly. he's a liability. He's 5'9. I don't expect him. To be out there trying to, to be locking people down, do I expect him to at least try to stay in front of his man and contest? Yes. Do I expect him to lock people down? No. But Kyrie doesn't even try. Like, he makes one defensive play every 10 games. <laughs> like, so, they really gave it too much for him. I don't I, know. I just what think, the hell. and I know Kyrie isn't Kobe. I call him young Kobe because me, shout out Phil if you ever listened to this. They always say, "Yo, he's like AI." I'm like, "No, he's Kobe. He's a he's a killer." Like you give Kyrie the ball, Kyrie makes plays happen in terms of scoring, and he's exciting to watch. Just like young Kobe and Kobe in general, Kobe is exciting to watch. Where he's not Kobe is his defensive prowess, his IQ. But I don't know if you listen to the clip, uh, 2K, how Kobe and KG are doing announcing, and it was mm-hmm. on Kyrie. Kobe was doing say, "Yo." He say, uh, how Kyrie's mechanics are offensively is sound to a T. Like, he has no flaws. If he was 6'6", he would be me. Like, that's that's who he would be. And it's just like, yo, that's Kobe saying that. He would literally be unstoppable. And Kevin Durant, someone who's very sharp in terms of basketball, said the same thing. He was like, his, uh-huh. his fundamentals. Kevin Durant was sharp enough to go to Golden State. And we not dissing my man Kevin Durant, bro. KD for PG County forever. Shout out C Plus. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you look at you want me you want me to tell you the stark difference. Kyrie's signature play is what him shooting over Curry. Yeah, right. You know what, Kobe, what young Kobe's signature play was? 
throwing the alley to Shaq. Right. And you got to think that was a signature play, and that's the Kobe, least likely thing he would have done, but Kobe he did. Kobe understood what it took to win. Even when he went and did dumbass shit that like Kobe Bryant does when he shoots the ball on four people and airballs it. <laughs> At a certain level, Kobe Bryant understands, which is the difference between Kobe and Jordan. Jordan wins, he would try to win, you know, any means necessary. Hence him passing the packs in, hence him giving the ball to Kerr. You know, he would play the decoy if he had to. Kobe would be like, I'm going to find a way to win. Me. <laughs> like, I have to be involved in this play. <laughs> and the thing, I'll never forget, uh, shout out, you know, Jenkins and Jones, they tweeted, it's like, yo, Kobe's literally one of the greatest minds the game has ever seen. Might be the greatest. But yeah. then come game time, it's just like, yeah, Rob. Like, for example, we're throwing a squad party, right? All right, Rob, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have this for planning. This is the DJ. Like, I execute it. And you're like, yeah, bro, I got it. All right, I see you, Dad. Like, I like the vision. Day of, I'm doing everything. Huh? <laughs> so you go and DJ and be security. <laughs> and pour out drinks and try yep. to get twerked on. That's Kobe. That's Kobe. When you hear Kobe talk, like I always tell you, like Kobe would be the greatest assistant coach of all time because his his basketball mind, the way like the way he described playing basketball and scoring, like was like sixty points when he was like eight or something. Right, because he knew one and thing, he, he like, knew a flaw hmm. and executed it. It just kept getting exactly. Laid. He was like, yo, they can't dribble with the left, so just force them there and get the steal. At eight years old, he realized that. Kobe's basketball mind, I think, is the greatest I've ever seen. Like, like legit, especially I've ever seen expressed. Legit, me and you were worried when it was like, when Isaiah Thomas was like, yeah, man, Kobe's been watching film of this series and giving me tips. I was like, for real, bro? <laughs> That's a no. cheat code. Like, exactly. Kobe can dissect everybody game like why do you think like people are yo who 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 you think best one-on-one player i'm like you're trying to tell me you don't think kobe Bryant could run through 99.9 percent of any anybody who's ever played in the league in one-on-one he knows people's games he knows his own game he knows what you're gonna do before you do it man like kobe's just fuck kobe but he's an amazing basketball mind, even though he does the dumbest shit sometimes. Kyrie Irving is just great in his own thing. Yeah, I feel like he's a great Kyrie offensive doesn't threat. make his team put better. He's not leading anybody. He he doesn't set up anybody for like as far as like passing for you know with his assist. Like he's just a great scorer, which is why I don't know how he's gonna fit with Boston. Because it seems like Boston got better offensively slightly. Maybe, I guess. But lost lost a lot on defense in the offseason. I mean you get Gordon Hayward, he's not stopping anybody. Um you lose Avery Bradley, arguably their best wing defender. Maybe you could say Marcus Smart, but he's definitely up there. Then now you trade away Crowder, another defensive player. And who do you have? Horford? What the hell he going to do? Like, at the end of the day, and defend nobody. 
I just like, said, what can he do? I just gave you. He, that's he, what I mean. I'm just talking about on, def- on the defensive end. Like, your end game is to do what? Stop LeBron. You know, beat LeBron, right? If you're in the East, that's all you're thinking about. Not the Warriors, not the Rocket, not whoever's on the West, because you still have to beat LeBron. And they have yet to acquire anybody to beat LeBron. So their plan is literally probably to wait out LeBron's greatness. Because Hayward doesn't stop LeBron. Horford can't stop LeBron. We saw that last year. LeBron anally raped them with no lube. Last year. for ballot. Kyrie, he ain't stopping LeBron. <laughs> like, Kyrie can't play at LeBron's like. When LeBron goes into playoff LeBron mode, Kyrie can't match that. Like, I mean, so, it'll I mean, be interesting. Like, this definitely changed the series. I think it, it enhances our rivalry with the Celtics going forward. Yeah. Um, Christmas Day is going to be really dope. Us playing them, that's going to be really and solid. You got, the, you got the Morse twins against each other. Yeah, Wall versus Kyrie and Christmas. Also, yeah. I'm saying it now. If Crowder tries John Wall one more time, bruh, I'm fighting. I'm going to come out the stand somehow and be like, hey, yo. Like, cause I like Crowder has a solid game. I just don't like him at all. He's <laughs> on them. And you know, Rob, there's not many people I don't like, especially athletes. Crowder might get on that list if you try Wall again. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, man. Crowder's. He I mean, might Crowder, be up there with like Justin like Tuck that. and Sheldon Williams. Bro. I don't even know why you don't like Justin Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do One, that today. And two, Sheldon Williams was running through your girl's cheeks. So <laughs> it is They're what divorced, it is. Okay. <laughs> he still ran That's through that. That's not really pass, Rob. He was taking that to pound town. If you want my bro, man, I'll probably. <laughs> like, he got freaking flyer miles in that. <laughs> but anyway. If you could see like, my face right now, bro. Oh, man. I had so many jokes, too, but I'm just going to chill before you kill me over the phone. <laughs> I'm glad you know better. But, um, yeah, man. I can't say anything because, like, only thing that's in my mind is Sheldon Williams jokes. <laughs> anyway, I'll segue because you're being a troll. Oh, man. This trade definitely shook up the league. If it would have been voided, I honestly thought pussy. it would have been bigger than the CP3 not going to LA. Because then it would have been like Isaiah Thomas goes back to Boston knowing they don't give a crap about him. Kyrie's looking like freaking conceited in that one rap battle where he's like, so uh, this training camp. Like, that's what it would have been like. <laughs> so that's crazy. And before we get to this tweet, because, you know, we're going to wrap this up soon, trying to, like, end on a certain time, whatever. But um, I'm watching Undisputed, and Shannon Sharp says, I'll put the clip in here when I edit it. To Tony Gonzalez that year in Kansas City. Oh, guess who was throwing? You can't even guess. Damon Heward and Brody Croyle? Those are the two starting quarterbacks. The rifleman, Brody yeah, wow. Croyle. But, <laughs> wow. But, that's what, that's what he here, had to work but with. But here's the thing, Skip. You, you when, you're the, when you're the only guy, it's easy to get catches. When oh. you got a 2,000-yard rusher, you got Ed, Ed 
Pro Bowler. Mm. Rod Smith, Pro Bowler. TD, MVP. That's John right, Elway. That's absolutely not true. His, his argument right there is, 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 is false. Because when you are the only guy, you get double team, triple team. They throw it until you. You always you gonna get triple team because you're in traffic. You couldn't run fast. So oh, there's yeah. always going to be a bunch of guys around you. Mm-hmm. I'm fat. Can you jump? Can you dunk a bat? Sweet 16, you know baby. Good, first athlete, of all, Tony. Athlete. Tony, you know good and well you could ne- on your best day, you could not run me. On your absolute best day. Oh, I could outrun you. That, there is no doubt about that. I'm a, I'm a 4 5 4 5 40. What's your longest touchdown? 75 yards. I got a 96 and an 82. What, hold up. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> what, what's the most yards you ever had in the game? That's because they were concentrating. I, I just asked you Davis, What's the most yards? Rod Stewart, all them. What, so that's uh, why you get Rod, say T- Rod Stewart, T- whatever. Rod get down to Rod TD was going when I got the two. What's the most yards you ever had in a game? 147. No, 149. I got five, six of those games. 214, a 180, a 174, a 161. Yeah, but, but who has the better career stats? It's not even close. I got jewelry. He shamed you. Man, you know what? <laughs> I got I got Hall of Fame rings. Shannon Sharp says he's a, he was a better tight end than Tony Gonzalez. And you okay. agree with him. I was I didn't say that. Okay. First of all, let's preface this with any time that Dap has any point, I'm making my business to go against it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You could tell me Kwame Brown was ass, and I'll be like, let me give you some facts to prove that he wasn't ass. So, first of all, I just like to point out how people try to give Ali credit, like add on to his boxing legacy as to what he did outside the ring. Um, I, I've never done that because I think he's a great person, but that doesn't affect how I rank him as a boxer. Now, let's segue that into Shannon, though. If you can give Ali credit for that, why can't you give Shannon credit for everything he's do- he's doing for the black community? I mean, he's a great voice for us. He speaks a lot. you know, And he doesn't sound like a coon. Uh, um, he doesn't sound like a Neanderthal when he speaks. I mean, vocally, you can't understand some of the things he says. But yeah, he's been solid. But he wasn't doing he's this country, in CBS. Though. He was on CBS for like okay, 10 years, bro. It's a different network, though. And him being how he was then, got him this job now. And that platform is bigger now. And he's representing. So, damn it, I'm putting him over Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> One, Tony Gonzalez represents for the... Hispanic community. I'm not Spanish. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I got Hispanic in me, so shout out Tony G, man. Who? Who? Where? Um, no my grandmother was from Panama, and her parents from Grenada. So <laughs> I don't believe you. Say, give me three sentences now. Spanish. <laughs> I, you lost. Fuck out of here. I can give your, you phrases. Your Spanish card was taken away. I don't need no damn phrase. I can give you phrases right now in nah, like ten languages. On a real tip, like. My grandmother, who passed when I was still at school, that's was sad. from Panama. Like that's and that's, you're doing her a disservice by not knowing Spanish on the fly. I just want to let you know. <laughs> and you may be right, but she was. Man, Spanish. I am right there. <laughs> <laughs> that Spanish stopped with her. You ain't got shit, man. <laughs> I'm still, that's still in me, bro. That's a heavy percentage. So is Gatorade. That don't make you Michael Jordan. I mean, it's more water right now. I'm on that Deer Park lifestyle. Holla at me. Um, Shout out to Retro. Need to get Um, that Sobe water, man. Rob, what you know about it? Anyway. (laughs) Chillin'. 
<laughs> but no, but for real, um, you look at Tony Gonzalez's career, you look at Shannon Sharp's career, um, Shannon was a premier tight end in his time. Um, he had weapons on his team that needed to get the ball. How many 2,000-yard so rushers did Tony play with? You said how many Hall of Fame players? How many 2,000-yard rushers did he play with? None. Okay, then. Um, who who had the touchdown record before Priest Holmes and what's his name? And Marshall Falk and John Riggins? I want to say Terrell Davis had the touchdown record. Really? Yeah, I want to say. Let me look that up. I can, I can fact check it, right? Yeah. So I know Emmett had it. It was Riggins, then Emmett. It could We don't been count TV. Emmett because he's gay, okay? And I don't mean like gay as in homosexual. I mean gay as in he's a cowboy. So that trumps everything. It could have been TD, I'm cool I don't know. But then Priest Holmes broke it. I'm not cool with cowboys. And Priest Holmes was Tony Um, Priest Holmes, team. how many of those were receiving touchdowns? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's had a lot of people with him. Like, an MVP played on this team. How many MVPs did Tony Gonzalez play for? Uh, yeah, he had 21 touchdowns, 23 touchdowns, and then, yeah, in um, 98. So, I mean, when you think about it, we when I asked you, I said, name, name the receivers Tony Gonzalez played with, the best Chiefs receivers, and who would you think of? Eddie fucking Kennison. <laughs> hey, Eddie Kennison was cool, dog. I'm sure he was a great individual, but damn it, that don't mean anything. <laughs> was it Johnny Morton? Like, shut up. <laughs> I'm about to look at that he 03 roster, right? Because he had Will Shields, Hall of Famer, Priest Holmes, yeah, my man Dante Hall. Um, Can't catch a lick. Starting with yeah, Eddie Kennison, Johnny Moore, Johnny Boy was fired. <laughs> he was trash. <laughs> He's played with the Lions. That's how I knew Johnny Johnny Moore. Then you had Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, like Willie Rofe, Hall of Famer. Will Shields, Hall of Famer. So line, he had a really good line. Is okay. What did that have to do with? <laughs> People catching the ball. Who was taking targets away from him? He had 150 plus targets in a season, like three times. I looked at. Yeah, who's Sammy? Shannon Parker, didn't man. reach 150 I'm ever. This. I'm looking at his roster. Exactly, Sammy Parker. I know because I played Madden back in the day. Who that is? He was ass too. <laughs> I remember Johnny Boyd. Come I remember on, Sammy. No one, and he was better than Moore, I think. I'm not sure. They were both trash. Then Dwayne Bowe and Eddie Kennison came back. Eddie Kennison was trash once again. (laughs) (laughs) And Dwayne Bowe was there for two years before Tony went somewhere else. And how many years did Tony play compared to Shannon? Okay, then. And at the end of the day, how many rings does Shannon Sharp have? He was Since y'all like to do teams, rings, bro. 
Shut up, man. Did he have Trent Green throwing him the ball? Yeah. Think about it. Their, their careers are both similar. They were picked off potential. Uh, excuse me. They were picked off potential because one, Tony Gonzalez, basketball player, is like, oh, let's see if he'll be good at tight end. Shannon Sharp. They didn't know anything about him other than, oh, he went to an HBCU and his brother happens to be arguably the best receiver in football at the time. Let's give him a shot. And, and that's what wife? it was. And Shannon was like a tweener. Like, Linebackers couldn't check them, and okay. then safeties were mismatches. And he dominated his way to three Super Bowl rings. Tony dominated his way to one playoff victory. He was on bad. T- That's like Fulton Barry Sanders for having one playoff win. His teams were trash. Barry Sanders was getting 1,500 yards a year. There's a difference. And what was Tony <laughs> do then? <laughs> No, no, he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. But in all reality, yes, Tony Gonzalez is the best tight end in the league. Well, of all time. Because he's not in the league anymore, obviously. Shout out Tony, man. He was like, I got more Super Bowl rings. My career long, longer than yours. I'm like, bro, you can't do that. I mean that. I mean those are factual stats, though. That's like saying, "Yo, I went off at this party more than you did." Yo, man, I got thirty twerks. I got you only had five, but I got some though. You win. Like <laughs> it don't matter who was doing that. If you, <laughs> not unless I can't. Not if I got five mean five minute lap dances and you got thirty one minute twerks. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't you win? And then one of them, like, took you to, like, the bathroom. Like, wouldn't you win? Um, it depends on the quality. And his quality was three rings. If I had <laughs> 30 twerks, they were all average joints. And I got no numbers. Meanwhile, you get five five-minute lap dances. So that's 35 minutes. Already more minutes than me. And you get the privilege of, you know, mm-hmm. doing your thing. You win. Exactly. So Sharp played less years than Tony and nah, got three bro. rings. Sharp would be t- Tony played 30 tours, longer bro. and got one playoff win. No, you can't lose. You <laughs> lost. Thank you. Thank you for losing again. Nah, Sharp would totally be the 30 tours, bro. Stop hating on stop hating on Shannon, man. I'm not hate I like Shannon, bro. I can say I saw Shannon play live, bro. <laughs> I can say that. I like Shannon. He not Tony I mean, G. I don't give a damn. Tony G and a Super Bowl winner. That's not his fault. My man was an NFC Championship <laughs> game. Atlanta choked. He was like, you know, next year we gonna do it. Next year they went four and twelve, and he retired miserable, bro. Get out of here. That's not his fault. <laughs> did Shannon have a hundred catch season? Tony did. <laughs> he did have ten touchdown season, but did he have an eleven touchdown season? Tony did. Really, you're out here trying to move the benchmark now? <laughs> Shannon averaged more yards per catch than uh, Tony. Mm-hmm. 
because he made plays. So did Tony. Y'all try to y'all try to put in the um same category as Jerry Rice. Talking about he's a pain anchor. <laughs> Who are we putting in the same category as Jerry Rice? Y'all try to put Michael Irvin in the same category. As Jerry I'm not Rice. Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless does that. I love Skip. That's my main That's man. That's your man. That's your man. That is my man. That's I have no shame. I love Skip, dog. And he's dumb as shit when it comes to stuff like that, man. <laughs> Shout out to his dope race takes. But other than that, keep him away. <laughs> Skip me knowing sometimes. Like me. Mouth. I'll he say something. Knows. I think it's blasphemous. Then when, it, then when it happens, I'm like, I told you. I was ahead of the wave, bro. I was there. Stop. No, you get one thing right out of 50 things you say, and then you try to act like you know That's just like skip. One thing right, and you get everything else wrong. And come on, man. Shout out to Santa for being dope, though. And shout out Tony Gonzalez, man. Two of the greatest tight ends that ever played the game. I love you, man. I love you, What's that bird name? What's his name? Like Gonzalez, the little bird thing. What? Cartoon. Nobody remembers. Okay. It's like a rat. Was he a rat? What are you talking about? The cartoon. Gonzalez. What's the. Speedy Gonzalez, yeah. Speedy Gonzalez, yeah. That's what they have. You know, see, I knew you would get it. Yeah, yeah. Speedy Gonzalez and his cousin Slowpoke Rodriguez. Yeah. To speak. <laughs> that was racist. That was his name. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that that's the I'm not saying you were racist. I'm saying this show. Why they got generic Spanish names? Shout out to Rodriguez. No one remembers you. Alright, and last one, we're gonna leave you guys with a tweet that um my girl actually sent me. Or whatever. And it says... Just to give to... you a glimpse of how his girl is. What? Hey, chill, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna see a G-ho, and if she confront you, I'm gonna just look at you like, you my brother, but hey. You gonna confront me and do what? I'm burying people, bro. You better chill out. <laughs> yo. For real? <laughs> yo, what is the You make him say, I will bury your girl, bro. I'm like, why are we cool, bro? Like... <laughs> Adios, adios, adios. Anyway, it says this. That's what you gonna give her that slow Rodriguez. Yo, let's just read this tweet because you're wild. <laughs> it was like you have to choose one or have all of your fingers chopped off. A, have your mom or dad catch you masturbating, or B, catch your mom or dad masturbating. Taylor at first was like, Dad, just added her out. I'll bleep it. <laughs> she was like, none. I'd rather just get my fingers chopped off. I'm like, yo, you are smoking crack. I'd rather have them catch She's me. Be giving that, that no hands treatment. Yo. yo. <laughs> oh, she gonna hear this. the no love. And I'm like, there's no way I don't want to see my folks do that. I'm going to be scarred forever. I'm still scarred forever for that one time that I'm not going to mention of something else that it took place. Wait, what happened? 
No, bro, not for the podcast. No, you, it's, you gotta share. I'll share my story. You have a story? Yeah, I have a story. All right, fine. All right, I'll share it. So, one night, bro, this is one night. I couldn't sleep, so I'm just up. And the way my old house set up, my brother's room was near the, uh, was right beside the bathroom. Mine's was right beside my parents' room. So I'm just up. I'm kind of like just sitting there. Mm-hmm. I was getting to play my iPod. And then I hear a noise. And I'm like, yo, what is that? Then I like keen in and it's them like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. And then the next thing you know, like, it ended. And then my dad. My dad used my bathroom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, I was, I was terrified. And me so and my mom was cool. Mom? Huh? This was your mom. This was both of them. Like, they was, no, my, my dad went to the bathroom afterwards. But they had just finished, yeah, I'm not No, sure. I'm saying, like, this was him. Okay. Yeah, this, this is my mom. This is my mom. <laughs> so, me and my mom, okay. we were cool. And like, I want to say the next day, me and her just got talking. I was like, uh, did you like, yeah? And then she was like, she just kind of smiled. I was like, oh. And then she even like <laughs> tell her dad, it's like, yeah, they, Jarrell heard us. Yo. He just laughed. It was, it was, yeah. I remember I told Isaiah the story years later. He was like, why didn't you tell me? I was like, bro, I tried to save you, dog. You, you need to know that. <laughs> Some more of the story. And then oh, if you look at the ratings, and we'll put the tweet in the description, 55% said they rather would catch their parents. That is wild, no. bro. That is I wild. I always want the burden of not remembering on them. Like, I, I, if if they walked in on that, I'd be like, damn, you caught me. But at least they have to forget what they saw, not me. <laughs> I, you can't. I'd burn my eyes out, but the image would already be in my head, so it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> if I, and you know, and see, my dad's awkward too. Like he's just raunchy. So like, if I walked in on him doing that, he would probably make the it the worst experience it could ever be. He <laughs> like, you see me doing that thing? <laughs> Should have not. I'd be like, bro, what the hell? No, no, man. I, no, I couldn't, no. Mm. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to put that tweet in there. Stuff was wild. <laughs> um, Yeah, dog, that's, that stuff was crazy, bro. That's hilarious. Did dad use your bathroom after? Bruh. <laughs> he took your mom to pound town. Yo. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. But yeah, man. I think that's pretty much it. You know, so you already know what it is. It's shout out time. You can go first, Rob. Um, shout out to everybody who's been through those traumatizing experiences. We've all heard. 
or some of us have even saw their parents getting it on. Never seen that. Thankful. I'm sorry. I'm thankful I never seen it. Yeah, but I saw that. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm so glad that I'm the last child. Like, if I saw them making my next brother they'd have to make another one to replace me. I'd kill myself. Uh, yeah, man. I think that there should be a hotline for that. <laughs> so you could talk it through, man. Um, shout out to my dad for scarring me with the noises of him. And I heard him smashing. It wasn't my mom, but it was another person. And no, him and my mom were together, so he wasn't cheating. That would be crazy. Like, what if you heard your dad smashing another woman? That that happened to my mans. Like, he heard his dad cheating on his mom. <laughs> Damn. I'll tell you who it was off air. He needs a hug. Oh man, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to anybody who's been through that, man. We're praying for you. <laughs> One day at a time, guys. But uh, shout out to the skins. We're ass. We look horrible in the preseason. We're gonna lose forty-five games this year. Kirk Cousins fucking sucks. You're ass, and I hope you never get paid. And shout out that pick Max six we got, man. Today. That was dope. So the pick six. Maybe that guy makes the team and provides for his fantasy. Good job. But cousins, I hope your family's well and I hope you starve. <laughs> Just keep screwing my team up. But yeah, man, nope. That's all I got, man. Alright, couple shout outs. One, shout out to the Ball family. That show is dope. Y'all definitely go check it out on Facebook. Uh, shout out Lamelo. My man is 16 with a Lamborghini and his own shoe. Real legend, bro. That's enough, bro. You can never shout tell me anything ever again. He was because Lamar talking that cash shit against the NCAA. They try to they try to you know make his son ineligible. So shout out to him for that. I've been saying he got to take down NCAA. So I mean, they're gonna Seems do like it. So. Guard, man. Shout out Lonzo. Uh, shout out. It's a really good show, right? You should definitely check it out. It's on Facebook. Just type in "Ball in the Family," and the first two episodes are available. It's really good. Definitely check that out. Shout out my main man Justin, um, Justin Kerrigan. He has this show that he's a part of called "Changing the Rules," where it like kind of breaks down. Like relationships, like a good web series. It's really good, and I don't know if you saw my snap yesterday, but it was a scene of him prospering. Not like they showed it, but like it alluded to it. I was like, "Yo, it's my dog!" Like, I see you, bro. So, yeah. Um, shout out Justin. I'm gonna put the link. Change, changing the rules, man. Uh, so definitely shout them out. Who else? Um, who else? Am I shouting out, man? Shout out squad. We got a lot of things in store. So if you're coming in the greatest homecoming on earth, week of October 7th, first week in October, uh, yeah, be throwing a party. So just come through. I mean, y'all heard us talk about it last year, and we sent out a link. So you definitely going to want to come. So we're going to put that in the description. Uh, shout out my man Brandon, my brother. It's his birthday. Love that dude. 24. That's my man. Um, 
again, uh, on a real tip, we couldn't do this podcast without, you know, sitting to pray to everyone in Houston, uh, making sure they straight. Uh, go yeah. donate Red Cross, J.J. Watts, uh, his Donate fund. to J.J. Watts during Red Cross, be stealing money. This guy. So I'm just saying. That's what they be saying. <laughs> I sent it to Red Cross because we did a partnership with them through our station. Um, well, so definitely. They just got richer. They the Bernie Madoff of disaster. Yo, chill, bro. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anyone else I need to shout out? Shout out a lot of this good music coming out, man. Daniel Caesar's album, uh, Fraudian, is outstanding. We're going to that tour. I'm going to that tour. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> he said we. I was like, bro, you're not gonna invite me to an R&B tour, bro. Chill out. <laughs> if you can get backstage for the honeys, though. No, chill out, man. This was weird. All you right. just started it off wrong. I think <laughs> I want to say that's it. Um, other than that, I mean, everything's been kind of breezy on this side. And shout out to everyone listening. We appreciate you. You know, like and subscribe us on all platforms. Tell your friends to listen to us. And then get your friends to tell their friends. So you can all be friends friends while listening to Thousand Jumpers. I mean, you know what it is. John Wall season in full effect. Redskins, we're going to be all right. No, we won't. Chill out. False hope. Chill out, man. We're going to beat them bum-ass Eagles, though. Y'all ass. Got to believe, bro. But yeah, until the next time, I think we out. Two in a week. I'm probably going to drop this Saturday. Yeah, probably Saturday. I'm not doing it Friday. Saturday. Yeah. I think that's it. So, all right, bro. Uh, Peace. Peace.
trunk is as big as a boombox. And a clip longer than a motherfucking tube cycle.